If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. You're listening to the Nintendo Powercast. Here's your hosts, N64 Josh and Destinot. What is going on? Welcome to a very special episode of the Nintendo Powercast. This one's not numbered. It's just a Zelda spoiler cast. That's right. We will be spoiling everything in Zelda. So Everything. Everything. Destinot, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I'm ready to wreck some dreams. Yeah. So I'm going to say this a couple more times. Like This is a Zelda spoiler cast. Okay, we're going to talk everything Zelda. It's all going to be spoilers. So if you don't want anything spoiled until you've played the game, don't listen to this. I think that's ample <laughs> warning. I'm going to I'm going to even type it in our chat. This is a Zelda spoiler cast. You've been warned. Been warned officially. Yeah. You've been warned. So, um, I'm excited to talk about this, dude, because we haven't really, I mean, we've only kind of beat around the bush with this game a little bit. Like, we've talked a few things here and there. We even got a bad review for saying that there were houses in this game. So, <gasps> yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> we got guys in the chat that are like, oh, I can finally be here and it's all spoilers. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Wib. Sorry, man. But yeah, so I think we can kind of just let's just talk about this game. Like what 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 were your thoughts? Just jumping into it. I mean, I know we kind of just like like I said, scratched the surface, but like you know, you've spent what, 150 hours with this? Almost. I think I'm like at 145. It's hard to tell though because I know the switch says uh it says like 145 or more. <laughs> so I don't know if that's its way of of estimating or not, you know. I don't know. It's just uh yeah, 145 hours and I can I think I'm at 30 something percent completion. <laughs> so apparently I haven't done jack. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude, there is there is a ton to do in this game. Um, from what I understand, it, it takes a lot of what you do into account. Um, it's like things like the actual story missions, uh, the side quests, uh, some of the world bosses, uh, the Karak seeds. Um, yeah, dude, it just uh, it takes a lot of things into account. So. Because I've completed the main story, um, and the main story is literally like I, I I don't know the exact percentage of what that takes up, but it's literally like just scratching the surface of this game. It's very it can be very overwhelming. 
Oh, absolutely, dude. I remember like first firing this game up and you you obviously wake up in that like resurrection chamber or whatever and uh, restoration cha- I can't remember the name of it, but like you're in there and you you wake up, you're in your undies and hmm. you know there's a couple chests there that you can kick open and if you notice them my son was yeah. playing it, and he was still running around in his undies. And I'm like, "Why didn't you get the clothes that were in the cave?" He's like, "What are you talking about? He's never played. He's never really played Zelda before. This is like his first time." I go, "You ran right by the chest. All you got to do is hit A when you." Oh, I didn't even see him. I didn't even recognize <laughs> him. You know, like he didn't know they were there. So, you know, so you, so you come out of this thing, and then like, of course, you're greeted by the dude in the white beard. Right, I mean mm-hmm. it's Zelda, so that's oh, yeah. uh, you kind of expect that. Greeted by somebody at least, but this was dude in the white beard, just like back in the day. Take this; it's dangerous to go alone, you know that kind of thing. And uh, and then it's like, oh, I, I can't remember. I think I ended up walking, like going over towards the Temple of Time. Right, I think it's the first mm, area yes. I kind of checked out, or that was the little marker. And so you go over there, and it was like, oh, this is taking me back to Ocarina. You know, this is cool. Y- you do a few little things for him, and then he kind of sends you on, like, doesn't he send you off to go do some shrines, basically? So you unlock. Yeah, it's your- very. Uh- it's it's very simple. They don't, you know, they don't one hundred percent throw you off into the world. It's just kind of like, uh, I think there's like three shrines he tells you to check out and. You know, go here. It's 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 uh it's it's a nice little bit of handholding initially. Um, yeah, kudos but, for that. But even in the handholding, they give you a choice. You can go to whichever shrine you want to first, mm-hmm. right? And you can you can you can unlock it the way you want to. So that was great. You you kind of get all that stuff out of the way, and you're still learning stuff along the way as you're doing it. Like you're you know you may see him in another another location like by a fire and he's like here here's how you cook and he throws some ingredients at you and that kind of stuff yeah but i literally remember i remember getting through to where i had all the stasis all that stuff everything with my uh my sheikah slate or whatever that i needed so that i could just venture forth and i remember just looking at the map and being like hmm. i actually think the first time i looked at it, i was like wow it's really not that big and then i went and got another tower and realized oh my gosh this thing is huge. Yeah, I think I think I thought I unlocked the whole map and I didn't realize there was an entire bottom strip. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, this is a big map. Oh, where's Josh? You know, because uh, if you guys don't know, uh, while Josh, Josh streamed a lot of this game on Twitch um, and I watched probably a good portion of it while he was doing it. And I remember you were like in a tropical area and I was like, oh, where the heck is that? I haven't been there yet. Look, I've got like the entire map unlocked. And then you opened your map at one point and I was like, oh, there's like, I think it was like the equivalent of three or four more areas. Wow. Yeah. Towers worth of areas. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is it's like it's like 30 percent bigger. Yeah. And I, I mean, I spent the first 20 plus hours, like right around mm-hmm. 20 hours, a little more just unlocking the map that was my that was my my one goal because when i looked at the size of it and was like i don't know how i don't know if i can i feel overwhelmed right it's like literally looking at one of those tasks that you're like oh my gosh this is like there's there's so much to do 
where do I start? And so my my starting point was let's go unlock towers and unlock the map. Let's go find the towers, unlock the maps. And any shrines I found along the way, like when I'd climb those towers, I'd mark the shrines with my binoculars. Yeah. And then I would hit those things up along the way just so I continued getting hearts and getting stamina. But 20 hours just unlocking the map and doing shrines. You know, I was, it was, I was, I was, I was just like, I, this is, there's so much, there's so much. And I mean, and I'm stubborn when I get to certain, like a game like this, like I just want to be able to go where I need to go. So if I'm freezing, I was like, okay, well, I, if I, I think I can make some peppers and I'd have 10 minutes in the, if I cook peppers together, I'd have 10 minutes that I could run around in the snow. So I cook up some peppers, drink it, and then just bolt and try to get to where I needed to get as fast as I could. And, you know, finally get the, the last shrine he wanted us to get early on. Mm-hmm. And then just like got the heck out of there because I was like, I'm, I'm freezing to death here. Yeah. You and I did that part. I think hard mode because, um, that, that, that was an option. There was a lot of plants around the, the start of that snowy area that had peppers and, you know, it's like the old guy just taught me how to cook. This must be how you do it. Uh, I later found out that there's a chest very near that area that has the green cold weather shirt. So had we had that, <laughs> you and I could have been just dancing in that area. Um, that does not surprise me whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, just to jump ahead just a little bit, like you, you did a lot of the game like that. Actually, you were you were cooking a lot of like uh, meals that gave you. Uh, like heat resistance or cold resistance. Whereas the way I went through it, I, I guess I went the clothing route. You went the, you went the food route. I went the clothing route. Um, I was able to find a lot of clothing that, you know, allowed me to stay in those cold areas, which is cool. Cause the game allows you to do that. You know, there's no, there's no right way. I guess there's an, I guess you could say maybe once you get the, the certain clothing, it's easier. Cause you don't have to, you know scavenge for all these items and create these potions you can kind of just put the clothing on and then chill out in that area but it's cool that you can do both um i I really like that about this game yeah i mean my first like set of armor was the the armor that that boosted your sneak ability Mm -hmm. and i had that on almost all the time i think one of the Mm -hmm. first pieces of of like armor i found out in the wild was the hat for climbing yeah Right, which was great because it was like, hey, this is going to help me a lot. It increases your speed when climbing, so I'd throw that thing on with the, uh, you know, whatever I was wearing, and just just go for it, you know. And it was that was that was very handy, especially early on when you have low stamina, and you you know you you're trying to climb anything at that point, and it can be it can be difficult. Even climbing to the top of some of the towers, I was like, this is not yeah. going to be... Because the other thing I didn't do was like cook anything that was going to boost my stamina. I'd never even really thought to do that. It didn't, it didn't cross my mind. I cooked for hearts, I cooked for cold, and I cooked for heat. Yeah. Now, fast forward into the game, like I'm, I'm working on my last divine beast, which is on the volcano... Mm-hmm. And every time I go, you go near the volcano, you catch fire. Everything that's wood <laughs> on your on your character yeah. or or fabric catches fire, and you die very quickly. So I'm like, okay, I'll do heat resistance. Well, heat resistance is actually for the desert area, yeah. Not for where it's f- hot. It's not fire resistance. Yeah. 
so I had all kinds of fairy. I like loaded up on fairies, loaded up on all kinds of food and just ran as far as I could and then stopped and, and ate and then ran as far as I could stopped and ate because I'm like, mm-hmm. I guarantee the armor I need is in there. So if I can get in there, I can get the armor that I need that will make me fire resistant. Yeah. And sure enough, I was correct. That's what happened. Yeah. On the way there, there's all these lizards that you can grab. Well, if you use those lizards to make an elixir, you can become fireproof. <laughs> I was like, oh yep. my. <laughs> so Yeah. Um there's also, I think the reason I was able to make it through that area was for some reason I went to one of the horse stables right at the base of the mountain. And inside there someone I talked to somebody randomly and they were like, Oh, you're going to need these fire elixirs to make it to the top of the mountain. Three of them should do. How many do you want to buy? Like, uh, well, I guess I'll buy three of them. So yeah. And I only needed actually two, but, um, yeah. And see that that's kind of the difference in this game. It's kind of funny that, uh, I, I I like the fact that this game, while I, I think there is maybe an easier way to go about it, it doesn't force you down that route, you know. Um, you can go about it however you want. Because I'm the type of person that when I when I play a game this big that throws so many mechanics at you, I forget about half of them. You know, um, I actually didn't start cooking in the game until very late, and I know that obviously for you it was a huge part of it. You were sitting there cooking the entire time. Um, Whereas I was only like, oh, maybe I should cook. Like I started crafting stuff that was like crazy. Like it would give me because at this point I had like over 20 hearts and I was cooking dishes that gave me like 20 hearts, full hearts, plus like these extra yellow hearts that were extending my life. So I was like, I had like two full bars of, uh, of hearts with some of these dishes. And I'm like, dude. Had I been making these in the beginning, <laughs> like I probably could have taken on some pretty cool stuff. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, it's just the the whole. I think they really hit the nail on the head with this game, as far as like like freedom, like as far as like freedom of choice um, it's to the, just do the, that type of stuff. It's the most like the original Zelda of any Zelda since the original one, mm-hmm. because in that first game you started you're you know right at the starting point and there's a there's a a cave a loot cave hey plug yeah. <laughs> hey, and, dude, can you pause it yeah you pause it real quick okay all right sorry sorry guys we'll be right back in one minute and we're back all right so like i was saying this game is the most like the original zelda as far as like basically you start off you go to the loot cave you're handed a sword and then you just go you yeah. go where you want. You could end up in the last in in the the sixth dungeon. You just go wherever you want on that map, and and that's really how this game is. From my understanding, the record right now is forty six minutes. That is so fast. Wow. Yeah, forty <laughs> forty six minutes to beat this game. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. But I mean, like I like you know. Being able to just go anywhere mm-hmm. is not really like a Zelda game, right? They're pretty, they're somewhat yeah. linear now where it's like, you've got to go here, you've got to go there and you get this and then you get that. 
you know, and it's not like you like you you typically backtrack much. It's not like a Metroid game where it's kind of like you you have to go until you get the 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 spider ball and then you can you know climb the wall and get to this area or oh look if I shoot that with missiles that kind of stuff like there's not a whole lot of backtracking it's just basically like hey when you get into this dungeon you can only go so far unless yeah. you have this item and basically they said here's the beginning of the game grab these few items and just go <laughs> just go and so like one of the things i remember is like the first few the first few times i ran into a guardian and was like yeah. what, what am i going to do against this thing like they are they these things are absolutely destroying me and so like it, at that point this game turned into like a, almost like a sneaking game like a like a like a splinter mm. cell or or yeah. something where it's like okay i'm going to i'm going to crouch and i'm going to take cover and i'm going to find the best way to climb without having uh with, without being seen you know, which I didn't expect that in, in, in this, you know, I, Zelda games are kind of like, grab your sword, go and kill stuff, you know, for, I mean, for, for the most part. And so I was like, I'm way underpowered to be able to take this thing out. So, okay, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll take a break <laughs> and we'll go on yeah. to something else until we can come back. And, uh, I remember having to climb a tower and being targeted the whole time. And I'd climb just far mm-hmm. enough and then let go and drop down and watch the shot above my head and then move, keep, keep going up. And like, it was literally just, just trying to dodge this thing and make it up so I could unlock this part of the map and then get the heck out of there because I was <laughs> just like, man, I don't want to mess with this thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the first time I, I came across a Guardian, it was one of those ones that's like stationary. It wasn't actually, it didn't have the legs. Right. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to attack this thing, you know? And then I'm like, oh, my sword just broke. Oh, my stick just broke. You know, like, you got like the most rudimentary weapons when you first start this game, you know? Everything's like rusted sword, rusted axe. Um, I remember just trying to fight this thing, and it just destroying me and finally i climbed up onto a wall to like to get away and there was like a chest up there i'm like oh cool and that's where my little my little dlc switch shirt was for the <laughs> for the 20 dollars dlc right. uh my my shirt i can't upgrade anyways um yeah so but that's uh but that's what's so cool about this game compared to other games is that the the climbing you're like eh that's not really innovative you know a lot of games you can climb over walls and stuff but this game really lets you like oh there's a mountain right there that would normally be some way to separate an area that you can't get into unless you're a higher level no just climb over the wall like uh and the only thing you're limited by is like kind of like what like your stamina at the time um which um you know you can upgrade you can get to the point i mean this is like any other like open world game like if you really play it a lot you will get to that point where you're like super overpowered you know um like when i went up against ganon i wasn't like afraid like oh my gosh he's gonna kill me like i had so many potions on me i had so much health Mm. i had like the best armor in the game uh stat wise so it was just um, a little bit frustrating at the end to figure a couple things out, but I, I think I had kind of gotten over the hump as far as like where me and the game were even, like evenly matched. I think I kind of, um, 
I don't want to say I went too far. The game allows you. It actually wants you to, you know, discover shrines, get these Kurok seeds and stuff like that. But I think that's just the uh, the downside. Of a lot of these like open, you know, Skyrim. Skyrim, you get to a point where you're just so powerful. Um, it, you know, you're you're like one shotting things, stuff like that. You know, um, but I mean, I guess that's, that's my only gripe about this game. Whereas I think the linear Zeldas, they don't necessarily, like you said. Once you get to a certain part in the game, it knows that you have certain items. It knows that you only have like, you know, six heart containers. Um, the 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 developers can then like scale the levels accordingly. Whereas this game doesn't really know where you're at. You know, as far as okay, I've got twenty hearts and two rings of stamina. You know, um, how how do you scale the boss accordingly? Type of thing. Um, that's my only real gripe about it. Otherwise, like the game is so open. Like, um, I mean, you talked about how initially you just ran around and like got all the all the towers and opened up the map. Um, I, I kind of went about it a different way. I kind of I did like a slow circle around the beginning and kind of worked my way out to the outer areas. Um, and I tried to do as much as I could within an area before I left it. So I really tried to like find every little thing, you know, Uh, of course I didn't, I ended up later on finding out like, Oh my gosh, I missed like six shrines in that area. I'm an idiot. Um, But yeah, do you like, I mean, the side quests were awesome in this. I loved like just kind of walking around and stumbling across these like stables. And then I, I got the, I found out later on, like, hey, wherever there's a stable, there's a shrine. They always put a shrine next to a stable, so that way you can fast travel to it. Um, so I'm like, oh, this is cool. So that, that kind of helped later on when I was looking for shrines. Um, Are you serious? I've got so many stables yeah. I've been next to. I have no, I have no shrines that yeah. I've done. Yeah, go back and look at your stables. Like, And if there isn't a shrine right next to the stable, there there's a shrine there. Huh. <laughs> there is a shrine there. Well, that'll be um, helpful. Oh, I do yeah, that tonight, um, except my son took my copy of the game to his friend's house so i don't even mm. get to play it tonight little little took another bite for copy huh? <laughs> i know that's he's like he's like i think i want to buy everything digitally i'm like okay cool um we get it cheaper if you buy a hard copy of it but it, whatever we, we're gonna have to get you uh you're gonna have to get uh, memory cards yeah he goes dang it nintendo why do you gotta be so good at getting money from me <laughs> Well, at least you learned young. We didn't figure this out till like you know. Yeah, uh, still haven't. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we know now what's going on. We just don't care, right? Uh, before we just really didn't know. <clears throat> we hadn't right. taken the red pill yet, right? Um. So I want to talk about some of like the most like like just crazy moments that that just kind of you know blew you away. The first one for me is the first time I saw this green dragon flying through the sky. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, that thing is going to destroy me. I ha- I just like, I haven't, I have like no, I'm trying to shoot arrows at it. And it's making a weird little spark. And then nothing happened, you know, like nothing happened. And I'm like, okay, I, I leave you alone. You leave me alone. I guess we're, I guess we're equals. And after I beat the game, I've just been on the shrine hunt. Basically, that's been my main thing. And I kind of look at my map and I go, okay, there's no shrines in this area. And I don't even think I've ever been to some of these areas. So I take off. 
and start climbing the mountains and I'm in the snow and, you know, I get to the top and, well, here's one of these dragons all covered in that purple goo. Mm-hmm. And basically you have to rescue it more or less from, from the purple Ganon goo. And so that was kind of fun. Right. And then you shoot it again and it drops a scale for you and you put that scale on the, on the statue. And so um, I've only been, I've only seen like one of those things since, since that, that encounter. So I've been able to get one scale. Okay. But the other shrine that I remember where it could be, Oh, I know where it is. Hmm. I think I know where it is. Isn't there, can you, can you sack, can you place one in the temple of time? Um, as far as I know, no. Oh, so the, I'm still, I don't know where one of, cause there's three, but you're dragons. on the right track. There's three They're, dragons, right? Yeah. yeah. And so one of the memories that you have to do, there's one there the one that has the waterfalls coming in down on it. Mm-hmm. You can, you can put a scale there. Yeah. But I haven't, I, I put the scale there and it said, it's not this scale that goes there. It's the other one. Mm-hmm. So the orange dragon that's flying around. Yeah. I, I got to shoot it, but I haven't seen it. I've only seen the green ones. So, you know, it's what it is. But that was one of the first things. Yeah. Seeing that dragon for the first time, I was just like, wow, this, this, this is crazy. You know, and, and I would say after that, I wish there had kind of been more of that type of thing that was like unexplained, like very over the top. You know, because it was just that one, that that was the one that was thing that was out of place, Mm -hmm. right? That you're like, what is this dragon doing? Like, what is it protecting? What is it? Why isn't it killing me? Why isn't it killing everything else? What's going on? And I would have loved to have seen just a little more of that, like, you know, just, just something on that large, that large scale that was really. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you there on that, that when I came across that, I don't even remember what I was doing up on that mountain. Um, but I was up there and I came across it. Like you said, it's, you don't know why it's there, but you're like, Oh dude, I had seen the dragons too. Like you, I had seen them before and just been like, Ooh, those are going to be hard to fight. You know, that's going to have to come like way later in the game. But then I saw this one there. Like you said, there's like the blue goo, you start shooting it. This thing breaks off, but then you have to continue to knock it off. And that was, that little battle was like super epic. I thought. You know, like I, I don't know how you did it, but I was I was using um, like the, the glider and it would like it boost you up into the air. And then you get to do that slow motion arrow shot. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And then the last shot I did, it just it was total coincidence. But like I did one of those like last ditch effort, just like randomly shoot the arrow up in the air. And it it hit the the, the last purple part of the goo on the dragon. So it was like super epic. I was feeling really good about myself, (laughs) you know? And I was just like, Oh, that's awesome, dude. Um, so yeah, that, that little encounter was super exciting and I'm with you where I think I wish there was more of those. Um, not to say that there wasn't more exciting stuff, but, um, that one seemed to be like a highlight. Like other stuff was like, you know, coming, coming across a giant for the first time. And you're just kind of like, you know, usually they're sleeping on the ground and you're just like, oh, do not oh, disturb. Ooh, how, yeah. How am I going to do this? Um, so like things like those were cool. The the Lionels fighting those for they the first still time. destroy me. Uh, you got to get good, dude. See, I, I'm at the point now where I think I get hit once or twice, maybe. And it's like it's on one of the random 
the camera angle changes. So you think you're jumping backwards, but then you jump sideways type of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Once, once you get enough armor and, and, uh, hearts, they're not, they're not as bad. They're not as bad, but, uh, fighting those is really cool. Um, the, the thing that I really remember is, uh, the, the, the kind of the, the lead up to the first dungeon that I did. And I think we both did the same dungeon, the, uh, the Zora dungeon. Right. Yep. Yeah, the the fish people, I guess. Um, yeah, the the lead up to that I thought was really cool, um, and then the dungeon itself was was kind of like a highlight. I I really like the parts of the dungeons where you're like getting on to the dungeon, like the lead up to that. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought those were all really cool. It's kind of like you're like assaulting the castle, kind of, and and you have to. Like the the music was really good, and like there's voice acting during those points from like you're usually with a um I know this is a spoiler cat well, I'll just say it. like in the the fish when you're with that I don't even remember his name, but you're with that fish guy like riding his back through the water and like you're shooting arrows and it's just like <laughs> the music's pumping um you're dodging those really blocks, like those ice that. blocks yeah that you know you're trying to hit him um, with arrows and stuff. Like that, and then also the the one that takes place on the bird where you're flying around this giant bird. Yeah. And you're like catching the wind and shooting. I thought those were all super epic. And I thought those were really, really cool things that. Um, because sometimes just walking around the landscape can kind of be monotonous. But I felt at least when you're like, hey, we're going to go attack this epic thing. At least it was epic. Because once you get inside, it, the pacing really slows down. It's not like full blast the whole way. So I thought that was really cool that it like really ramps up. Then you get inside and it slows down and you get to do the puzzles of the dungeon. And then it ramps back up again when you got to fight the boss. I thought that was really good. I kind of missed that, like that old Zelda trope where the, you walk into a room and then the door slams down behind you and you have to hmm. kill enemies. You know, like I was waiting yeah. for that to happen and I, I don't think it actually did. And uh, yeah, yeah it, it only happened. Only kind of like when you'd go to a shrine and there was a guardian in there. Yeah, that like was the, the only time. Yeah, I feel like those were the only time that they kind of played on that. There was nothing else that really, that really did that. Yeah, yeah, that 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 would be kind of cool because it's kind of like the whole. It's like a little mini horde mode, you know, like you know, defeat this many enemies, get to the next level. Yeah, um, but in small doses. I so that would have been cool if they would have added that. But but even the puzzles, you know, like you and I kind of tackled some of them differently, right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember you telling me in the, the, oh, I think it was the, it was either the camel or the bird where it was you, were, bird. you were like, I got stuck on this one thing. Like I couldn't, and, and I, I think I got stuck on the same thing and you have to take your, your, your ice block and open a door with it. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at that door, I assumed, oh, that's a door that's going to unlock when I do X, Y, or Z, right? Yeah. It, Actually, that's in the elephant, I think. It, yeah. And, yeah. S- yeah. and so, you know, I was, I was like, man, oh, man, like, what, <laughs> what is the deal? Like, what am I missing? And then it was like, oh, pff, duh. Like, I just got to open this with a, and you know, I don't even think I used the ice cube. I think I froze it and then hit it with my sword. Yeah. And then it, it shot the door up. I ran through, you know, got my, uh, got my, placed my stone on the stone and was, you know, good to go. But it was just, it's, it's interesting just how we took, 
like different different paths right because was there another one where you were like uh i don't know i ended up doing it in a completely different way than you and you were like oh my gosh that would have been way easier or something yeah uh on the bird uh because you know in the dungeons there's that whole which i thought was really cool the you had the ability to affect the dungeon by like flipping a lever well not really a lever you go into the map screen you kind of tell it like oh do this position you know and like the whole level would move or parts of the level would move right yeah uh, allowing you to you know basically solve the puzzle and for some reason when i went into that bird one and it was the second one i did i completely forgot about that mechanic um so i went into it and i think it's the room where you have to drop a bomb down a tube it kind of goes down like a a little channel and then you blow something up and then if you uh, put another bomb down it and then like tilt the level, your bomb would tilt. And then you're supposed to flick a lever and then, like the wind would blow the bomb over to a corner. You blow up the bomb, it blows up a rock. I <laughs> I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm throwing this bomb down there. I tried throwing the bomb down the little tube, then shooting it with arrows. <laughs> I tried um, I tried hitting it. So that it would like, you know, stasis and then hitting it. So it would launch the bomb farther down the tube. And I'm like, I cannot get this thing far enough. Finally, I got it far enough. I don't. I, I think I shot it with an air, a bomb air. I don't even remember. Somehow, because you're probably not supposed to do this in a million years, but I got it deep enough in. I hit the lever. The wind blew it. Uh, the bomb blew it up. Great. There, now there's a ball. You can now stasis a ball and move it over. Um and you did like what I ended up seeing later on. I, I ended up seeing a uh, a YouTube video on how someone did that because I did it and I completed it. And I'm like, geez, that seems super hard. Did I do it wrong? And I look back and it turns out I did. You did it like the right way or according to the YouTube way, which was um, once that giant ball is exposed, you then grabbed it with like the magnet through the wall and pulled it over to you or something like that. Yeah. What did I do? No, I didn't do that. I, I see the giant bombs at it. No, I see the giant ball there and I'm like, how do I get that? You know? And I saw one of the little glowing posts and I'm like, I I can't hit that. So that's got to have something to do with it. I ended up like jumping out of a window with my glider, um, landing on like an airstream, launching myself up (laughs) Then, like, going through the window that the airflow was going through to move the bomb. So now I'm in the room with all this stuff. Like, I'm not supposed to be in that room. But, like, and then it was super easy to, like, grab the ball, use my sword against, like, the lantern. You know, it was, like, um, totally the most roundabout way of accomplishing something. But that's probably my brain, you know. It's probably, like, oh, the easy way? That's cute, you know. Anyone can do that. No. Um, so yeah, and then I was using stasis all throughout the level to move items when it turns out I could have just been shifting the bird left to right and making these items slide. So it's like, <laughs> I I just, like I said, I when there's games this big and there's so many mechanics, my brain like just brain dumps half of them. And yeah, uh, it was easy to do with this one, man. Like there were times I forgot that I could use the the like the cry, cryosis or whatever. I can't remember what they, mm-hmm. uh, what the exact term for it was, but uh I, you know, I would forget it was there. I'd for, I'd forgot yeah. like that, you know, 
hitting something with stasis and then smacking it a bunch of times. Like I had forgotten about that. And then I used it continually. And there's some puzzles like to get shrines that you had to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, Did you know you, that you can stasis enemies? Uh, yes. Okay. At least I did. I learned I did the it. Final boss. Okay. Yeah. I learned it and then I forgot about it forever. Oh, okay. And then now I watch people on YouTube and they're like, Oh, I'm just going to stasis this guy. I'm going to do, I'm like, Oh man, I always forget to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, so. I don't ever remember either. But I mean, some of the stories I've heard people talk about, they're like where they sneak into a camp, they drop a bomb next to the guys, you know, kind of wander away and then blow the bomb up. And it, blow, you know, like there's so many ways to go about attacking this game. Like one of the, one of the divine beasts, I needed to complete a circuit. And so I just dropped all of my swords and my shields and everything that would conduct mm-hmm. electricity and just laid it down in a line until I got the other circuit, until I was able to complete the circuit. And what I was supposed to do is find another glowing orb and just place it yeah. in the... But yeah. I was like, you know what? I got all this metal stuff on. Let's see if this works. And you know, and I think <laughs> I had seen a picture on Twitter of somebody doing yeah. something with their, you know, how they're like, hey, look, this all gets electrocuted if you, uh, you know, and it'll all conduct electricity. I was like, well, this should work then. And so yeah. just sat, just set everything down and did that and was, was, was really impressed with it. I mean, one of the things you mentioned was like the voice acting and stuff. Like if anything, I want more of that in, in Zelda yeah. games from this yeah. point on, like it was, it was really good. And I know something in like, it seemed like the internet has this, this strange mob mentality where if the right person says something sucks, then everybody thinks it sucks. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes that is the case. Yeah. But I mean, people are just harping on Zelda's voice acting. I didn't think it was that bad. Like, I mean, I, I wasn't like, like moved or blown away by it or anything, but it it didn't, it didn't bother me. I thought all the actors did a really good job. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think there's like fan favorites, you know, just like, you know, we, we do the, we do the destiny podcast and, and, you know, who, who's the fan favorite there. You got Cade six. Right. Who's it? Who's it voiced by Nathan Fillion, you know, like, sure. And if someone were to come across and be like, ah, I really didn't like Nathan Fillion for that character. I felt he should have been more like like a Clint Eastwood or something. Like, dude, the internet would be on fire. You know, like, people would be like, you know, swatting this guy's stream if he said that. You know, so it's like, um, but I don't know, like, I think I think with a character like Zelda, you know, you got Link. Obviously, they they didn't voice Link. I think maybe because they were like, ooh, if we get this wrong, like this game's dead, you know, um, but they voiced everyone else. And it, it was kind of awkward at times. Very. And you're like, cause everything else was voice acted, whether, whether you want to say it's good or not, it had voice acting. Um, and then link would just stand there like the silent protagonist, you know, like, I'm like, Gee, you know, like, what is this? Like 1994 uh, you know it was weird when she would ask him questions and he just stood there like all gl- glossy yeah. like what you know like like he <laughs> just smoked a fat bowl and then was like i guess i should pay attention but I'm like, uh. yeah yeah so um i i wish i wish if they were gonna go full voice acting they just would have said hey like let's go full voice acting let's at least for the cutscenes, you know i understand well, I mean, you got, you got, if you want to call voice, you know, I guess he's technically voice acted because he's like, huh, uh, uh, you know, um, your neighbors are going to wonder what you're doing. Yeah. If you keep that up. <laughs> whoever did that voice acting, that was, that was, you know, if we're going to complain about anything, let's complain about, you know, Link's grunts, you know? Um, 
but yeah, I kind of wish they would have just made a decision and said, all right, we're doing full voice acting. Um, I think the biggest complaint you could make against, like, let's say Zelda, for example, is the fact that she hasn't been voice acted for so long that now people probably have it built up in their head what she sounds like. So then you go and throw someone in there, whether they're good or not. And it's like, oh, that's that's not my Zelda hashtag, um, you know, so. Uh, well, I don't yeah, know. I don't even think she's has she ever really been voice acted before? Um, I don't think so. I think this was the first time that there was any voice acting in a Zelda game. I could be wrong. I'm trying I to have, think like Skyward yeah. Sword. I think. Was she in that one? Usually it's just like. Uh-huh. And then they go into text, you know? Yeah. I don't know. They had some cutscenes and stuff in that mm-hmm. one. But I, I, I'm thinking you still just did all the readings. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, and here's the, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy, I didn't think it was that bad. There were a few times that I was like, oh, that delivery was a little bit weird or something. But nothing to like, yeah. nothing to tweet at the, the, the gal about and be like, what? Why did you ruin this game? It was so good, except for you, you know, like, uh, yeah and uh you know um i i I didn't i didn't have a problem with it It, it's funny because like in comparison we talk about like oh who who was this voice actor you know was this some nobody was it just like who did this you know why didn't they get you know x y and z uh the the male the male writer for mass effect andromeda the main character in that game if you play as the male version his voice sounds just like Nolan North's. <laughs> right. He's not. He's not Nolan North though. But it's a lot cheaper. Well, that's the thing. I feel like they told this guy, like, "Hey, um, we don't care what you do as long as it sounds like Nolan North." You know, like I feel like that was his direction. You know, and it's like I'm playing the game, and that guy's voice is so distinct. It's like, do I is is do I, is this like Drake? Is this Uncharted Five? You know, like in space. <laughs> Like, um, and that, that it takes me out of it, you know? So it's like, I would almost rather have a nobody, you know, play some of these iconic characters, you know? Um, the fact that they went with Zelda and I guess you could, if anything, you could be like, oh, she's a random English voice, you know? Well, fine. Cool. She's supposed to be regal, right? She's a princess. Um, yeah. So she- yeah. You know, the voice acting I thought was fine. I thought it was cool. I thought it added to the game if everything was silent like i said during those those scenes where i'm attacking a dungeon and like it's just music yeah that'd have been cool but the fact that the guy was like you can do it link you know it's like right. i thought that was cool yeah no i i'm absolutely i i agree 100 like if anything i could have just used more of it more yeah. would have been more would have been good but you know, I mean, the fact that they leave us wanting more is also is also a good thing too, because it's like, yeah. man, that was that was good enough that I definitely want more of it. And uh, so let's let's get into the let's get into the final boss fight a little bit. So yes. and and we'll tie this in with some of the divine beasts as well, and then we'll we'll wrap up here. But like, and actually, before we get to that, I do want to say the fairy the fairies are so creepy. Like the great fairies, they the, get creepier every as you as you get more stars to your armor. It's it's a little bizarre. Yeah, like who I, was it that in for mom walked in and... while they were like going to the fairy? So She's, I, what is this? I, what is this? I'm pretty sure it's Henny, um, one of our uh, one of our mods in chat was saying 
his mom caught him. Not, I mean, not caught him, but was like walked in when he was playing uh, sixty, the Ocarina of Time, and she's got very like pointy uh, breasts. That's mm. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. And <laughs> his mom pointy walks pixels. in and is like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh no, 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 no," <laughs> you know. It's, a, it's an E-rated game, this I swear. Is, this is not what you think. So, but yeah, I just had to just point out that that she is super creepy. Um, but I, I mean, I kind of like that. The other thing is that you know you get the house that we mentioned, mm-hmm. and the the contractor like so <laughs> oh, flamboyant, yeah. like super flamboyant, like hot pink and zebra, like on his you know like zebra stripes on his outfit. Like I, I thought it was funny. Um, some of the haircuts in that game are just hilarious. The way they look on people and the yeah. way the hair flows and everything. Like, I don't know. I really speaking of it. things that were like bizarre. Uh, just real quick, did you come across the implied sex scene? I don't think so. Okay, so um, <laughs> there's a. I believe it's part of a quest chain with it. Uh, was it Impa? Is that her name? Yeah. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah. Uh, there's a girl that's like her housemate. And I wish I could remember completely because I know, the, uh, you know, uh, spoiler cast and everything. Something happens, though, and she gets upset. And Impa's like, oh, Link, will you stay the night with her? And then, like, you go up to her bedroom and it, like, fades to black. And then it just, like, comes back and it's the next morning. She's like, thanks for staying with me. You know, like, and you're just like, wait, did I just watch, like, the Zelda version of a love scene? Like. Did you hear like oh, yeah. No, 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 nothing like that. But there's um there's a book. I can't remember if it's in that room or if it's downstairs in that same building. But it talks about how she has an infatuation with Link. Oh, okay. And when she first met him, she's like, Oh my gosh, I hope he's like as good looking as the rumors. And then she's like, Oh, I met him today. He's amazing. And basically she's like, uh I know he's like in love with Zelda. She might be the one for him. I'll just I'll just be glad I got to meet him. It's like, oh, she had a way to friend zone yourself. But maybe she doesn't friend zone herself. Maybe maybe we don't know exactly what happened that night that she was scared. Stop it. Zelda's pure and, and the game is pure. Don't Oh yeah, well Zelda is. She is. But not, <laughs> the rest of it's sick sick nasty. Um but no, yeah, there was like that little and I've I've since gone online and there's other people that are like, is this an implied, you know, adult scene? Um but yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff. Like I said, the contractor kind of threw me for a loop. So I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> um, well, based there, on which ear is pierced, you know, it was like, oh, this guy. Uh, yeah. This, this guy's. Um, uh, <laughs> 2017 Josh. You can have the piercing wherever you want. <laughs> well, um, I actually Googled it. I'm like, which side is the <laughs> is the gay ear? And yeah, so. Uh, uh, but no, he's got like bright pink pants on. And um, he like, he, he, he even like has like, he, he like sings. He does like show tunes, kind of. Right. right. Um, just super flamboyant. I I just thought. He yeah, was I don't hilarious. think I don't think there's any like question there. Like like who this person is. Um, hey, kudos to Zelda for you know being uh, PC. I guess I don't I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's that. There's also. Did you see the? Um, well, you've probably seen the race in the desert. They're they're all about kind of like finding a man because it's there's no men allowed in that town, right? So every once in a while you'll find them out in other parts of the world. And they're like, "Oh, I'm just here looking for a man," you know. 
And there's, I found a, uh, did you find the lake? It's not a lake. It's more of a puddle. A little pond with the two. But it's a, bro- it's a broken heart puddle. One of them, there's a broken heart one, and then there's a, a not broken heart one. Oh, interesting. I found one yeah. of the two, and I think they, they lived happily ever after, I think. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like the whole, like, hey, bro, can you go take these flowers over to her? Like, yeah. I, I, I like her. I don't want to talk to her, though, you know? And you, like, go and talk to her. Some of the responses that Link has as well are pretty funny. They're like borderline like he's a jerk like i don't know if you've seen some of them i think oh, yeah. one of them's during that scene it's and it's just kind of like yeah he's like it's kind of like oh these flowers are for him you know does he like me and like one of your responses can be like i don't care like <laughs> you're like whatever <laughs> you know like <laughs> i wish they would have played that up a little bit uh a little make it a little bit more i'm not saying go full mass effect with it but you know have some type type of maybe um Maybe you can become Dark Link. That's how you get the Dark Link costume. Would have been in like if all your responses are like, like you said, a little bit more snarky or a little bit more, um, you know, less heroic. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would have been. It would have been great just to add a little added humor and stuff. Because, well, I know yeah. you love that in Mass Effect. You love just being like the. the... Um. It depends. When I play through as a guy, I always go Paragon. When I go through as the girl, I'm always Renegade. Just because I love, like, my one of my favorite scenes from Mass Effect. And that's, I will, like, say, that's what's cool about the this this game. It's a little bit more Mass Effect-y, which I think is a good thing. Um, a little bit more, there's open-ended stuff. There's, there's quests that you start, and then there's a chain of quests. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Um, I think... Um, I think there's like the part where oh, I got totally sidetracked just right now. Yeah. What was I just saying? Something about oh playing the uh, renegade with the female on renegade. Yeah, effect. I love the part just because like you're like the female character and that girl comes up to you like, hey, I'm a reporter. What's up? And you're like, nope. And you just like punch her in the face. <laughs> like, and people are like, whoa, you know. So um, I don't know if Link will ever go that route where he's a like a, uh, allowed to be non-Linkish. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I think they still made him true to form be Link. Um, but I, I think it would be cool to, to explore things a little bit more down that avenue. But um, yeah, th- th- I was super excited about all the quests in this, the the random stuff that I think we talked about. A lot of things you end up finding out about in this game, you find out by accident, um, which is really cool. Um I said something a while back about a giant horse and people were like, is there a giant horse in this game? There is a giant horse in this game. Yeah. I have the quest. I haven't, I haven't okay. finished yeah. it yet. You gotta, you gotta find the giant horse. Um, there's also like the Royal horse in this game. Zelda's horse. Mm. Uh, Epona. If you have the, if I put the ami- uh, amiibo on the first thing I got was a Pona. Um, <laughs> Who was I? I was listening to somebody talk about Epona and they're like, yeah, I got her. And, and then I, uh, well, she fell off a cliff. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh, uh, sad. When we when we get to the end of the story part, when we talk about Ganon, I'll, I'll let you know about Epona. Okay, <laughs> great, great. So sp- let's let's get to Ganon. So okay. I totally skipped everything through the the castle. I went okay. in through the top, dropped down, and was like in the boss fight, basically. <laughs> Right. And, and oh, you know what? Bef- I keep doing this, but the Master Sword. Yes. Right. We, I think we need to talk about that. Like, I, I remember stumbling across the Lost Woods and then was like, 
I would get teleported back if I didn't, you know, I kept getting teleported back to the, and I was like, I don't understand mm-hmm. why I'm here. Went and did other stuff. And then like, I was at work and I'm like, the master swords in the lost woods. It's always been in the lost woods. I gotta go. I gotta do this. And so I remember that night, like I'm, I had, I had streamed and, uh, it was, I finished up, was getting ready to go to bed. And then I was like the master sword. I got to get the master sword. I, I, I know I can do it. So I grab the switch and I go and lay down in bed and I start playing. And I'm like, I, I figure it out. And somebody had said in our, in our stream, you need to have 13 hearts in order to get it, mm-hmm. you know? And so I made sure that before, like that was my quest. After I found that out, I was like, okay, I'm going to get 13 hearts and, you know, unlock the map, that kind of stuff. Keep doing shrines. Got the 13 hearts. I think I'd done like one or two divine beasts at that point. So that helps you get another heart okay. container or two. Yeah. And figured out the puzzle through the lost woods on like my first try. So I didn't even see what it. Oh, wow. It took me a few. I, I got lucky. Right. But <laughs> then remember I text you and I was like, I think I text you and said, Hey, I got the master sword. I'm like, Oh, I should make a video of this. So I did. I made a, how to get the master sword video. But it took me another like 15 tries to get the pattern back uh, down. Like I happened to accidentally do it. I was looking for some kind of indicators or something that was like, and I didn't yeah. see it, didn't see it, got through. The They're not really there. And yeah. And so then I got through, got the sword, you know, it was great. It was great. But then, um, I don't know, was getting the master sword a little bit tricky for you or. Um, yeah, because, um, you, you, you didn't like spoil it. I mean, for me, but like you said something about like when you look at the map, you'll be like, oh, it's got to be there. Mm. So I remember thinking like, well, where could that be? And then I thought like, well, it's got to be like in an area of the map where you can like see it, but it doesn't let you see it kind of thing. You know, it's like hidden, but not hidden. Mm-hmm. And actually, I thought it was up on top of the mountain where there was all that fog. And it turns out that that blue dragon was up there. Oh, okay. So I thought it was something like that where there's like like there's an area there but it's like foggy so it's like you can't just see the sword sitting there, you know. Um but when I came across the forest, instantly I was like it's in there. It's got to be in it. Like, there's it's got to be, you know. And as soon as I went inside, I remembered the whole um Link to the Past oh, yes. Super Nintendo going into the foggy woods. Yep. And I'm like, okay, it's in here. I'm and I got lost. Like I, I got through the initial part of the woods because you can you can kind of see some torches. So you're like, all right, I'm going to go towards the torch. OK, cool. It's working. But then that part where you have to go like wide left and then kind of come back around to the right. Yeah, um, that was kind of throwing me for a loop for a little while. Like I didn't know exactly where to go. OK, so here's why I did it wrong. The first time I went right. And oh, so you it, can go right. You can, OK, but, but I only was able to do that one time. Yeah, I was the only the able to do it every other time. It wouldn't work. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go left, you know, wow. like, and I, yeah, it was the way I went the first time was not the way my video shows. I can mm. tell you that much. I had to do that spot a couple different times to get my video the way I wanted it. So, yeah. Um, but just pulling that out and seeing that thing, like that was pretty iconic and pretty like, you know, this is, this is cool. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad they didn't leave it out, you know? But I, I like the fact that it wasn't just the, and it's weird. I know I say I like it. A lot of people hate it, but I like that it runs out of energy and that you have to keep using the weapons that you find. Like 
I feel like if they hadn't done that, once you found the Master Sword, nobody would ever use anything else. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like, why wouldn't you? Like, for example, me, I, I don't go through shields a lot in this game. I don't block a lot. I, I tend to dodge more. And I have the was it the high high Hyrulean shield, yeah. Um, but f- and it's got a durability of ninety. It's super durable. But I just it's I've never gotten it to tell me running out of you know durability because mm. I just don't use shields enough. So in a sense, I feel like okay, I can throw this shield on and I never have to switch to another shield. Um, but the sword, yeah, if it was just full-on infinite durability you'd just be swinging that thing forever and it would completely uh ruin that mechanic the mechanic would be gone where you know you can only use an item so long and you gotta acquire new items you know that's what keeps you going forward otherwise like you'd find like that god weapon that god roll you know and you would just use that you know that spear or that axe you know um so i i thought it was a good mechanic did you notice that when you have full hearts, it throws a projectile when you go to throw it? So if you hit L to throw it, it'll do a projectile? If you have full hearts. Just like if you remember the original Legend of Zelda, how your yeah, sword would so shoot. I heard somebody yeah. mention that, and I was like, There's, they don't, they've never even played Liars. This so it's, if you hit <laughs> L, it'll do it. Because I tried hitting L. Apparently, I didn't have full hearts. I tr- or, have full uh, hearts. Or R, I guess it is. And uh, Yes, it's R. And so I tried to do it. And it's like, you cannot throw the master sword. I was like, oh, okay. You know, so no, but if you got full hearts, it'll, it'll shoot off this little, like little, like laser beam looking thing. Oh man. I love that. Now I can't see. Now I can't wait to go try <laughs> that. Like that's rad. Yeah. That's Cause awesome. I did it for me. The first time I went to throw it, I'm like, oh, cool. But I had full hearts and I didn't, I didn't realize it though. Oh. And then I went to go do it again at a different time. And I was like, man, this thing's stupid. <laughs> so, but it turns out I, I got full hearts again and it did it. So I was like, Ah, it's almost like a real Zelda game. Um, yeah. So, but okay. Um, so yeah, you kind of just uh happened across uh, Ganon. Yeah. So I mean, obviously the 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 castle there, right? Was like this is obviously where the final boss is. I mean, I think they give you an indicator on your map after you do all the memories and you do all the divine beasts and all that stuff. Um, which I think the memories are more for like leading you towards the. Uh, or at least letting you know about the master sword, right? There's a good, cause you can see it on his back and stuff, mm. but yeah. So like, I did not fight. I don't think I fought anything going into the castle, maybe like, really? like one or two little, but I never had, I never had anything to, to, to really fight or anything. I just, I don't know. I don't even remember now at this point how I did it, but it was, I remember it was a Saturday morning and I had some, I had TV on and I was just, I was up before all my family was. And so I was just, I was just going to town and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's just do this. And so, um, I remember dropping down and then seeing the four divine beasts all shoot him and take his mm. health down to half. And I was like, mm. well, that's pretty cool. And then the fight started and at first, it's pretty easy. I don't know. You have to like sh- you. You can shoot him with an arrow and then go and hit him. You know, pretty typical. Uh, but then he starts to jump onto the walls, mm-hmm. and you can't do damage to him. Nothing does damage, and so the only way I was I was able to knock him off those walls was to use. Uh, if you held the attack button down, you'd have like that that lightning storm come out. Okay, and that's how I would hit him, so he would fall off the walls, and then I could do damage with my sword. Really? That's the only Was this 
The lightning you were talking about, how there's like that little lightning thing in the middle of the room? No, 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 was no. It? I'm talking about the ability you get. From, oh, okay, okay. And so once that once that wore out, I literally had to wait until it came back. You know how long those things take to recharge. Hmm. I did it differently. <laughs> uh when he was up on the wall, I would get really close to him, and eventually he does jump down. Yeah, I got him to come down as well, but I couldn't do damage. There's a split second you have to hit him. Oh, so... Or you have to dodge it. He'll come down, and then you have to dodge his attack. Okay, so... When you dodge his attack, you can then do damage. When I did that lightning strike, he mm-hmm. falls off the wall and stays electrocuted on the floor. Oh, okay. And so you can smack him a bunch of times. Noted. And that's this is what's crazy about this, right? Because you did it one way, and then like there was other boss fights in the throughout the game where you were like, "Oh, I just hit it with a ton of arrows," and I'm like mm-hmm. freezing stuff and smacking stuff back. At You're actually him like and, playing the game, you know. And it's just, I mean, that's funny. It's funny, I'm just but spamming like seventy arrows. But yeah, the only way I could figure out to do damage was to uh, was to hit him with that electricity, and then he would fall, and I would. But I was like, man, I can't believe I have to wait this long. Like, literally just <laughs> ran around dodging stuff because I couldn't do any damage to him until he, I hit him with the uh, with that lightning strike. So, um, but what did you think of that that boss fight? Was it was it was it satisfying for you? Were you were you disappointed by it at all? Do you think it lacked some mechanics? Do you think it had enough mechanics? Um. I thought it was good. Like, like you mentioned, like when you first walk into it, uh, the, the, the boss fight, um, you're presented with Ganon, you're, you're attacking him, you're doing damage. And then, like you said, he kind of goes invincible and you're just like, Oh, what do I do here? I got to figure this out. I thought that was cool. You know, it wasn't just a straight up do as much damage as you can to him. You had to either apparently shock him with lightning or, you know, wait for him to jump down and dodge his attacks. Um, so I thought that, was, that part was cool. Um, once, once you defeat him there, it goes into um, like a little cutscene. And then you got to fight him again. Um, so I thought, I thought that was cool. I thought the whole like build up to his final form was really cool too. Um, I thought it was pretty epic, you know, like worthy of the whole, you know, what you've been building up to. Um, and then the way it ended also, I, I thought it was really cool. Um, so, so that light arrow, that light bow drops yes. down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Zelda hooks you up. Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, cool. I got this light bow. I didn't select it. So I keep shooting arrows. And they're not doing anything. I'm like, man, this is this thing's. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, psh, it breaks. And I was like, the light. Well, I hadn't switched. The light bulb broke? No. I oh, hadn't, you hadn't I, switched. Yeah. I thought when I grabbed it, it would switch to it automatically, just be in a boss fight. I just oh, yeah, assumed that that's what would happen. And it didn't. And so I'm shooting stuff. I'm like, am I really missing? Like, I thought I was hitting those targets. Yeah, it turns out I was like, once it broke and I had to switch, and then I went, I'm like, wait, I need to go all the way to the end. Oh, pff, there's the bow I need, you know. So, um, I no, thought that uh, fight was cool, like shooting those shooting those spots, and then, um, you know, and they kind of change and to shoot one underneath them at one point, and kind of yeah. just, um, it was a I, cool, cool experience. I really liked that part. 
my only gripe is is a uh, kind of a technical gripe, I guess. Like you said, you get the bow. Um, me, I just I don't know why I was instinctively. I just immediately went into my inventory and selected it, so I didn't have the same problem you did, where um, you know you were just using your normal bow. But that is a that is an issue that I think other people have had because I did watch a YouTuber play the final battle and he did the exact same thing you did oh. where he was using the bow and he was like, what the heck? I'm out of arrows, you know? And he's like, Oh wait, I'm not even using the bow. She gave me crap, you know? So <laughs> I guess it's not an uncommon problem that people aren't selecting the light bow immediately. I just, I guess I just happened to do it. Um, <laughs> so you're on your horse, right? Yeah. And you're doing the whole shooting mechanic off of horseback everything's cool unless you don't have your really awesome opponent horse equipped and you're riding n64 josh who only has three (laughs) stamina and you're trying to run around this giant pig ganon and you gotta wait for josh because he's tired (laughs) it sounds like real life josh (laughs) if you go back i think it's on my stream it's still up as like the last video like (laughs) uh, i or you know, Stormtrooper Steve is fighting Ganon, and like midstream, I'm like, ah, I wish I wasn't riding N64. Josh, I could go faster. I think I Henny was in there. He's like, lol. Um, so, and I watched a streamer, that same streamer that I was talking about just a second ago, how he didn't equip his bow. Yeah, just like you. He only had an untrained horse on him, so he's trying to run around Ganon, and this thing's like bucking him off. And like, <laughs> so uh, that's why I say I have a little gripe about the mechanic, because at that point in the fight, everything's like epic. The music's ramping up. Like like I said, Ganon's like this giant pig. He's on fire. You know, um, you've got the light bow and then you're on this busted horse. So it's like I, I wish for like maybe just that end part. The ho- horse would have like, you know, you would have also gotten like. I don't know, the light horse or I don't know some or, you know, just your horse that you got would have had like ultra stamina because Zelda's helping you out or something, you know? Yeah, Um, that would have made I don't know if that would have made it too easy. Um, Like I said, I was at the point in the game where I had like 21 hearts already two stamina bars. Um, I I guess you could say I was over leveled for that part of the game. Um, But I, I loved that boss fight and I love the ending where like you catch the wind and you're up in the air and you shoot the the giant, you know, eye on Ganon's back. Um, I thought that was really cool. I thought the way like Zelda kind of swoops in, kind of saves the day. It was really cool. It was all epic, like her hair's flowing in the wind and like, you know, right. playing the Zelda music. Um, so I thought they really stepped their game up, you know, on that the little cinematic there. And I, I thought it was really good. And then... Um, uh you had gotten all the memories correct before you went after ganon yes yes okay that's what i was doing that morning was was wrapping those okay from what i understand if you guys haven't done all the memories yet you need to go do all the memories because when you fight ganon you get extra cutscene only if you've done all the memories because i guess the part uh, like you know they do the cutscene uh it goes into like after Ganon, you and Zelda are talking on the side of a mountain. Yeah. I guess if you haven't done all the memories, that's where it just cuts off. And then if you've done all the memories, though, uh, I think it gives you a little bit of like scrolling text credits. 
but then it goes into more cutscene. So you, if you've done all, you saw it then, because I did it too. I did all the, I did all the cutscenes, and then I did Ganon. So I saw the full thing. Tell me about did, it, because I'm, I feel like, I'm... um, if you got the extended cutscene, it's, um, I'll, I'll say spoilers here for the the spoiler cast. Right. You haven't done that yet. Um, turn this off. Go do all the memories. Fight Ganon again, and then come press play again on this um but yeah basically uh you're on the side of a mountain zelda 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 says like do you remember me link and then you just stand there like an idiot not saying anything because you're not voice acted (laughs) and then it shows like a a flower on the side of the mountain and then it cuts off well if you've done all the memories it's then you and her like standing there on the side of the mountain again and she says um Oh, we should go back to Zora and tell the king there about his daughter. Because earlier on in the story, uh, the king talks about how like his his daughter left to go fight Ganon a hundred years ago and then never came back. Yeah, you know, and that's the girl that's actually like she kind of like I don't figure she actually tells Link or if it's just in her own memory how she she was like in love with Link. Oh no, you find out through she was the one that actually crafted the armor for you to swim up waterfalls. Right. So she was actually like in love with Link. Zelda probably caught wind of this and then put Link into a thousand year sleep. Um, so I don't think I did this, dude. Ah, uh, you have to because like uh, it says something about um, something about you going to go back and talk to her dad. Zelda says like, oh yeah, it's like the right thing to do to go tell tell the dad about about him, uh, what happened to his daughter. Um, and then the, she says the machine stopped working. The the shrine has stopped working. So you have to go back and investigate what's wrong with the elephant shrine, which maybe is going to lead into the DLC because they did say all new quest, new dungeon. So, dude, I must have finished the memories oh. after. So that's pretty cool, though. Uh, yeah. So it looks like it might lead us into the DLC. If you've done all the memories, um, there's also maybe that's why you didn't get my reference to it. There's, <laughs> I think I think I said you said something about the end of Zelda and I was like, screw that, you know, dead ass, though, because there's a scene in Zelda, Zelda in this game. You know, she doesn't wear her typical dress that we've become accustomed to. She kind of has like these yoga pants on with boots because hmm. it's the only way to describe it. And there's like this shot from behind where it just full on shows her butt, you know, and you're like, Oh, okay. I guess she does squats. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, so there, there's that too, where they show her and then she turns back around and I think she says something to link and then it fades into black. So, um, yeah, it gives you like a little, just a little bit more, uh, Nothing like so dramatic where you're like, I'm glad I beat this on legendary. Nothing like that. Yeah. But it just gives you a little bit more story. And um, it, in my opinion, it maybe sets us up for the DLC that's to come. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, dude, this has been fun. We finally got to like talk about it yeah. without having to worry about it. I know it's, um, it's a game where I guess potential. I think if you were to talk about the story to somebody about this game, you could potentially say, "Oh, you spoiled the story." But the story, I think you'll agree, is such a small part of the total experience of this game. So small, in fact, that uh, like you, I think you told me 
once you beat the game, it's not like game over. It puts you back to your last save point before you went to Ganon. So it's almost, and it puts a little star next to your name. So it's almost like it's telling you, like, okay, great, you beat Ganon, but did you get all 900 Korok seeds? Did you get all 160 shrines? No, you didn't. And then even that's when it shows the percentage. Wait, 60 or 120? Please don't tell me 160. Oh, did I say 60, 160? Yeah. I think it's, no, I think it's, okay. Uh, man, I think it's 120. I think it's okay. 120. I think it is too. Um, I'm like, no, I'm almost at 80. Um, but yeah, uh, even telling someone the story about this game uh, is, is, I don't think is a spoiler. It, it kind of, the story itself follows the typical legend of zelda you know you're <laughs> if anything it's it's flashbacks the, the main story is flashbacks yeah the the current story is you playing through this game and you know finding giants and and lionels and giant horses um giants and lionels and bears oh my yeah oh my there are bears in this game yeah you can ride a bear i think is what i've uh... i haven't done that yet i did have to ride a a deer at one point that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude, the, uh, there's so much to do in this game that if someone told me, hey, bro, you fight Ganon at the end and then you get Zelda back, I'd be like, okay. Um, how does that differ from any other Zelda game? Is there a Master Sword? Uh, of course there is. Yeah, do I get a Spoilers! Master Sword? Is there, is there a boomerang in this game? Oh, there is? Okay. <laughs> Spoiled. Spoiled. Is there bombs? Um, is this there bombs? Zelda? Um, yeah, so... Um, I think I think we've talked about how much we both like this game, and the, the, there's just so much to do. This is definitely, <laughs> I think, if you play this game and do probably, you don't even have to do all of it to get your money's worth. I think. Oh no, no, no! You can. I mean, I'm 20 percent done according to the, or you know, pro- I'm probably at 25 percent now, mm-hmm. just based on the last time I looked, and I. Uh, I have so much. If just looking for those seeds, that's going to take forever. If I, I don't really think I'll ever do it. I don't. I, you know, if it unlocks something cool, if it was like, if it was like worth it, it's kind of like that that thing to grind on, right? If it was like, hey, you're going to unlock something super rad if you collect all of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're more, it's more of those things like, hey, we're going to put nine hundred of them, nine hundred of them in the map, so that you're pretty much guaranteed to find mm-hmm. as many as you need. Um. I won't spoil it for anybody, but I do know you do get something. You do get something for getting all the seeds, and you do get something for doing all the shrines. Oh, do you really? Great. Yes. Great. And then once you do all the shrines and you get that item, that's when the real grind begins. I'm just saying that. <laughs> oh. Saying that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Well, hey, man, where can people find you on the interwebs? People can find me at TLC over on the Twitter uh, they can also find me over here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Destinot. And then uh, we do we do a little show. Well, we do this show in a more official capacity on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Pacific time. And we also talk a little Destiny at 7 o'clock Pacific time. Um, apparently there's some game called Destiny 2 coming out. I, you know, so... Never really. I don't know. It. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be the new hotness. I don't know. I heard Destiny Two killed Destiny One, so it's, it's got to be good. It definitely happens. Uh, guys, you can find me on 
Twitter at N64Josh. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash N64Josh. Of course, this podcast is a product of the lootcave.com. And, and uh, this is just kind of our special Zelda spoiler cast. So I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, with that, my friend, let's head back into Hyrule and go uh, go, <laughs> go explore some more. So Let's you guys go check out that other castle. Yeah, right, right. Oh, wait, wrong game. <laughs> all right guys everybody in the chat thank you for hanging out and uh we'll see it we'll see you next week